Welcome to Solo La Biblia podcast episode number one. It is a wonderful time. It is a wonderful moment. And I'm so glad because God is opening bright new ways for us. And indeed, it is a time for us to rejoice because we're going to have exciting moments on this podcast. The time has come for us to officially launch Solo La Biblia. And thank you all of you for tuning in today for your support and even for the promotion. I want to believe that this podcast is going to open our understanding on scriptures and going to lead us more into diving into the word of God and discover that the only source for true doctrine, for true faith, is in the writings of the Bible. Therefore, we are going to listen to this podcast with our Bible by our side because the Word of God is going to speak to us. Please follow along. Any scripture that is read, you can pause, open your Bible, and then you can play again and we move together because it is an important moment for us. So today, the, the, the question for our first episode is, do you ask the Bible questions? Well, if I ask you the question, what, what will you answer me? Because we have so many sources of inspiration. Many places we go when we have questions. I see people today, if they have just question, who is God? They just go on Google. They type, who is God? A lot of results will come like this. A lot of results. Now they will not select the one they like. They will, they will choose one and read that one. And that is all. But is that how you find God? By clicking on articles people write online? Do you find God by reading devotional written by great, great prominent men of God or women of God? The Bible is there. You must consult the Bible. Because the Bible is the source that stand and stood the test of time. The word of God remains the only guide for true doctrine, for true teaching. So today we're going to answer this question. Do you ask the Bible questions by diving in the word of God to get the answer? And I believe that at the end of this podcast, you have reasons to ask the Bible questions. We read in the book of Acts chapter 17 verse 11. I read from the New King James Version that says, these were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. Now, when we read from verse 1 of Acts chapter 17, we have a bigger picture because Paul and Silas are passing through Amphipolis and Apollonia going to Thessalonica where they find a synagogue of the Jews. Now, as Paul is accustomed to, he went to the synagogue on three Sabbaths to reason with them on the scriptures. I'm so delighted because, you know, the Greek word for reason here is dialegomai. And it is from this root word that we have the English word dialogue. So, dialegomai. Paul is having a dialogue, a discussion, 
he's sharing thoughts with them they are having a reflection upon the word of god the scriptures and guess what here the scriptures that we talk about here is the old testament writings because at that moment when paul was there with this with the jews they did not yet have copies of the new testament that came letters that that came years later so they were using the old testament scripture as their bible so here when you read verse 2 you see that paul was explaining and demonstrating that christ was indeed the messiah using the old testament text to prove the messiahship of jesus it was so clear because when we read verse 4 you see that the message was able to convince some jews who decided to follow paul and silas and among these jews also had what was had some greeks and some prominent women who felt that well this message is true because looking at the scripture and looking at jesus indeed the scripture speaks about that man as the messiah yet the word of god speaks the word of god speaks when you listen to the word of god you will get the understanding but it's unfortunate that today people don't get the understanding because they have closed their ears to the word of god and we're going to see just right after that that a group of unbelieving jews become jealous and moved by their prejudice they conspired against paul and silas it's so unfortunate that these jews refused to allow the word of god to speak to them now when i look at the word for jealous or envious here in this very passage in this very passage it is translated from the greek word zilu or zelu it is from that word that we have the adjective zealous when we say somebody is zealous now this word zilu has double meaning it can be positive or it can be negative in other words it can mean that someone is burned with hatred against some against someone or something or it can mean that someone is zealous for the right cause now in this context these jews were jealous <laughs> are you with me they were zealous in jealousy in envy in wickedness so it does not matter whether you are whether you are a zealous christian or not but the important thing is are you zealous for the right cause now many people today you see them they are in the churches you no know, showing their zeal for god but sometimes that zeal is negative it is an evil zeal and here i was so happy to discover that though even the zeal can be evil you know looking at the text so it means that not all zeal is from god are you with me not all zeal are from god so you must have the right zeal and the right zeal is the zeal that will push you to fight for the truth for the word of god to propagate what is true and right not the zeal that brings you to stop the truth as we are going to see here that this unbelieving Jews now conspired against Paul and Silas going to the city gathering the bad men from the marketplace to come and then arrest Paul and Silas and to mob them but God is faithful 
some Christian brothers there helped Paul and Silas to escape by night to Berea. Now this brings us now to the passage we read. When they arrived to Berea, they again found a synagogue of the Jews where they entered. And this is what happened in verse 11. These, talking about these Jews in the synagogue, were more fair-minded than those in Thessalonica in that they received the word with all readiness and searched the scriptures daily to find out whether these things were so. So the Jews who were in Thessalonica rejected the message because they had prejudice. They had prejudice. They, are, they, are, they have already heard about the, 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 the renown of the apostle, what they have done in other cities. And now these guys have come to their cities. Now they were very, very angry and they want to say some negative things against them. When you read in verse 6 of Acts chapter 17, in verse 6 the Bible says that, but when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some brothers to the rulers of the city, crying out, these who have turned the world upside down have come here too. In other words, those guys who have turned the world upside down with their, with their, with their gospel have also come here. So we want to drag them so that they can be what? So that they can be, they can be harmed. When you close your ears to the gospel, you refuse to question the word of God, you will never get the substance from it. You will still remain in your darkness. The Jews of Thessalonica were in the darkness because they refused even to reason with Paul. But those of Berea have another attitude. They reason. They receive the word with all readiness of mind. First of all, they were what? They were more they were fair, they were more fair-minded than those of Thessalonica. And when when, when you look at the, 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 the Greek word here, Eugenos, Eugenes okay, better bread, or they were more decent. They had that culture, okay, of analyzing, of listening, and of questioning to find out the truth about something. And that's the attitude of people who are of fair mind. When you're fair-minded, where you are noble, where you are someone who have good thoughts, a good mentality, you always want to ask questions about the word of God. You are not eager to jump into unnecessary arguments, like some Christians have been doing, arguing, you know, from chicken to donkeys over unnecessary things, talking about things which are not even relevant to faith because they have some preconceived prejudice. Oh, this guy, I'm not listening to him because he's not from my church. Or they have some preconceived prejudice. Or you think that what you believe in is the superb. There could be no better enlightenment. This is a negative mindset. And that mindset corresponds to the mindset of the Jews in Thessalonica. Because they refuse to reason, they refuse to allow the gospel to change their lives. But they went ahead and they fought against the gospel because they thought that their zeal was what mattered. 
But your zeal is zero when you reject the word of God. When you reject the word of truth. And that's why this morning, in this study, we see that zeal can be positive or zeal can be negative. Even looking at the Greek word and the meaning of the Greek word, zeal. Now, they received the word with all readiness of mind. It means that they were willing to hear it. They wanted to apprehend the meaning of it. And they did not shut their eyes from the light. Now, when something is new to you, you don't, you, you don't get it. But you, you are motivated that this thing could be true. You understand? You are ready to receive the word first. You want to receive it. Because they could sense that this is a message of light to us. Therefore, let us listen attentively. Let us try to get the meaning of it. And let, let us not close our eyes from the light that is shining out of it. So these Jews attended all the meetings that Paul and, Barnab- uh, Paul and Silas held listening to the word of God. They did not pick pick quarrels with the word. They did not find any fault or seek an occasion against the preachers. But they had time to go into a truthful construction of everything that was said, trying to analyze it very well and try to get the result of the analysis. This is the mindset that God has given us today. They searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. They searched daily to know whether what was taught to them was true or not. So their readiness of mind to receive the word, okay, did not just let them, you know, accept anything that was said, but they also need to also have time to what? To inspect to interrogate, to investigate. So we should not be blinded by what people call implicit faith. Anything they say, just take it. No. Because it is a biblical issue, you need to go in the Bible to get the answer to the questions you have. You don't just swallow things up because it's because it's coming from a pulpit or because it's coming from a man in clerical. But you must have time to do what? To analyze, to interrogate, to question. And we're going to look at the structure of that word down below. You're going to see that even the word is very interesting. The word that is uh, translated as search, the scripture here, is very interesting. So since Paul reasoned out of the scriptures, because he was explaining about Jesus, and 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 as I told you earlier, they did not yet have the copy of the New Testament. So they had to base upon one upon the Old Testament. So any account about the life of Jesus at the moment in which Paul was talking was not part of the scripture. I hope you are getting this. It was not part of the scriptures. So the scripture they had stopped at the book of what? At the book of Malachi. Matthew, Mark, John, the rest came later. So Paul was telling them about Jesus being the Messiah, this was not part of their scriptures. But since Paul was referring them to the Old Testament scriptures, 
where they could get to reference about the life of Jesus Christ, then they had to go and verify. They had to go and check to see if it is true, to get a proof that what they had said is true. So in other words, they had to recurse to their Bibles because their Bibles then was the Old Testament to find out if it is true or not. That's the attitude of people who are ready to learn from the Word of God. And as they went there, they turned to places in the Scriptures to which they were referred to. And they read the context. They considered the scope and the drift of them. They compared them with other places in Scriptures. They examined whether Paul's inference from them were natural or genuine. And that is very important. You go and search. You know, sometimes we talk about sometimes we talk about investigating the Bible. It's not just about you really reading one. You have to, it is a search. Sometimes your Bible will be suffering because you'll be you'll be going here, going there, you know. See, your Bible becomes so old <laughs> because you have so much time to search the Bible. You must search. Don't just say because it comes from the pulpit, it is an amen. Or because a man in clerical has declared it, it is an amen. No, you need to go and find out from the scripture if that doctrine is true. Now Christ wants us to search him in the scriptures. I, I remember that Christ one day had an encounter with the Pharisees. And in John 5, 39, he said that you search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life. And these are they which, testi- which testify of me. Jesus Christ says that the scriptures, talking still about the Old Testament, testify of him. So the word of God as we have it here is a testimony of Jesus. Whether you like it or not, it's a testimony of Jesus. And these books are rich with thoughts about Jesus. Now let's consider for a moment the word search. It is a word that really interests me and I think that we can get some lesson from the word search. Now, when you go into the Greek text of that very passage, the word translated as search here is anachronontes. And anachronontes comes from the verb anachrino. That is a verb. And the verb is what? Anachrino. Which means what? To question now, even the structure of anachrino, we have crino, which means what to judge. Are you with me? So, to judge here, it means that there is in, in some ways you are judging from the scriptures, all right? You are judging from the scriptures. Now, you are asking questions, it could mean question to question, sorry, to examine, to judge, to investigate. Alright, so you are opening an investigation over a matter of faith. And the Jews of the synagogue of Berea opened an investigation on Paul's teaching to see whether what he said was true, to judge. Are you with me? Now to our question, do you ask the Bible questions? What will you answer? Of course, you must ask the Bible questions. Because this is the way you can understand better. 
So judging the scriptures, questioning the scriptures, interrogating the scriptures, investigating from the scripture is not evil. It is normal. It is good because it means that you want to know better. Only those who want to know better do it. Now that word anakri or that verb anakrino appears only three times in scriptures. It appears once in the book of Acts, that's Acts chapter 17, verse 11 that we just read, and two times in 2 Corinthians chapter 10, in two verses, verse 25 and verse 27. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, it means asking questions for conscience sake, for the sake of conscience. When you want to do something and your conscience is not clear about something, you want to find out whether what I'm doing is it correct. It's very important to search because that verb means also that asking questions for conscience sake. So the Jews of the synagogue of Berea had an unbalanced conscience. They wanted to know really if, if there was some truth in what these men were saying. Are we not wrong in some in some ways? Why don't we give ourselves to search and find out so that our conscience can be satisfied? That's the attitude of those who want to learn. And this morning, the word of God is telling us something that is very interesting. The finding today say that asking question is a good act. Because only those who ask can find and can receive the answer. Those who seek and ask can receive answer and find. So don't let anyone deceive you or tell you that you cannot question my teaching. Let no teacher tell you that. Because whoever tells you that is a false teacher in himself. Because any true teacher will want to send you to the scriptures for further reading, for further understanding. But a teacher who does not want you to go into the scriptures to get to know the truth is a false teacher. Because the Bible is the only true teacher who can lead us into all the truth. Now the question is, are you like the Jews of Thessalonica? Hostile to searching, to knowing more about God in the truth, full of prejudice and conspiracy? Or are you a are you like the Jews of Berea who are of free mind, willing to learn, searching and digging in the word of God to get a clear conscience on the truth? Stay tuned for our further episode, even our next episode that is coming this Friday.